Hi, you're, you're listening, listening to Pillow, Pillow Talk. Talk. I'm Candice. And I am Papa B. And this podcast is all about news, politics and pop culture, broken down from the warmth of our bed as we are time poor parents. Let's, Let's dive, dive in. in. I don't know what I just hate it irritates me. It's just song. because you've heard it so much. Gosh. It's so annoying. It's like, what is he even saying? Guys, welcome back to Pillow Talk. We still are not in a professional setting. We are in the kitchen at the moment, so we've got a good mic though. But sound, you you know us, we 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 ghetto with this podcast. Sound may be up and down. Kids upstairs are still awake, but we just feel like it's time to bring that old thing back. Yeah, bring it back. <laughs> you know you like that. Welcome back. Welcome Text your back. ex. No, Welcome. no, no. <laughs> Look are at you your okay? face. Look at your no, face. No, don't do that. Don't don't do that. But yeah, man, bring it back, bring it back. Um, we, we, we aim to be far more consistent this year, we promise. Aim to be far more consistent this year. Don't, promises are comfort or fall. I'm not making that promise. Oh my gosh, come on. But, but, mm. but with that being said, um, yeah, we're going to do it. We're going to run this thing. Mm. And uh, with the, the plan is to take it, make it bigger this year, mm-hmm. make it more... Professional, professional this year we're already uh, in discussions we're about in discussions that. and stuff but you know we're, we're just bobbling with the chat at the moment so we figured let's just do it how we know how to do best in it let's, let's just <laughs> do it let's just do it let's do it and whatever will be will be isn't it exactly um so today's episode is really body's ideas to be fair um ah why are you at Already, you're in trouble. You were, you're waiting on Mama C to come leave. Sam, no. you just dropped me in it. It was. We were Listen. watching the thing last All right, night. Cool. Yes, yeah, my dear. <laughs> um, you know what? It's been. It's been. It's been 2021. <laughs> I don't even know the difference now between 2021 and 2022. Oh, sorry, not 2022. Sorry, 2021 and 2020. Massive difference. In, 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 in my opinion of this house yeah, 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 yeah no, absolutely I'm just saying I, in, I'm, in, from a worldly perspective I'm looking at it from a wider lens yeah wider lens with bigger scope uh, pretty much yeah it's been it's been a it's been a it's been a long one it's been a long one it, it feels like the, the two years have been one essentially yeah. 2020 blended into yeah, yeah, 2021 yeah, yeah. but we were having a moment last night we were watching um, an incredible podcast I think I'll speak for Bode and say this is his favourite podcast too. It's called Diary of a CEO by Stephen Bartlett. It's one of my favourite podcasts. It's my favourite. It's, it's my one number of, one. one of my favourite podcasts. But it's fast becoming... Your number one. The favourite because of the 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 the, the guests that come on to it. Mate, so we watched an episode last night with a guy, I think he was, I don't think he is any longer, but he was the chief business officer for Google X. Mm, Mo Gaudat is his Mo name. Mo Gaudat. I mean, 
I need. We've never paused an episode as much as we paused last yeah. night. I mean, we first of all started. Um, what we watched two episodes last night. Actually, mm. the first one was with Mark Manson. Mark Manson. For those who don't know who Mark Manson is, he's the person that wrote that brilliant book, which is a sort of art. Of not giving a fuck mm -hmm. and he also wrote will smith's book yeah um that's a kid entering i'm not even gonna edit that yeah. out he also wrote <laughs> will smith's book uh mark manson is a pretty he's a he's a he's a um yeah decent guy he's an amazing guy uh, mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. he's a decent guy and, and, and Mo Gada just took it to a whole nother level Ooh. you see I love conversations like that conversations and those are the kind of conversations I like to have conversations that make you think conversations that makes you that deep that make you question a lot of things because you you know what let's first of all let's, let's do this let's kick this off this way what what have you learned this year? What lesson? Oh, give me one God, lesson that body. you've learned this year one lesson that you've learned this year one yeah. mm-hmm I don't know if it's a lesson. I would. I would. I or think. One thing I think. I, I think as a writer, maybe I'd ca ca uh, uh, categorize it as a realization. This year, I realized how much my ego was leading me. Right. Brilliant. Fine. Fair enough. Um, mm. I've learned so many things this year. About <laughs> you said one, so I. Just I know. <laughs> like one. I'm just saying one. Yeah. But I've learned so many things this year about myself. Mm. I've been through a journey and I'm still going through that journey um, and I'm excited about the journey. But if I was to pick one thing, I would say something I've always thought of but didn't have the words to explain it, which is centered around opinions and how uh, opinions, I've now realized that opinions are not based in fact, mm. which is now essentially helped me to decide how I handle people's opinions moving forward yes i no longer debate people's opinions anymore because i've come to realize that if there's one thing that changes mm. it's opinions because they're not based off of fact. fact and the moment i got so it was i can't remember who it was that dropped that line the moment i person dropped it my mind just went like mm. wow do you know how much time i've wasted trying to change people's opinions. trying to change people's opinions like no point and mm. Mo Gaudat yesterday really nailed that, isn't he? Really, he nailed a lot of he things. He nailed a lot. So look, this and, and and we want you to go and watch that episode. But essentially, the topic of that episode was happiness. Mm. He's he's got a target of making one billion people happy, um, and he knows he 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 believes he won't achieve that in his lifetime. But that's the task. And when again, I don't want to spoil it for you, but you know. Um, I think this year we've both learned and our family has learned to be committed to choosing happiness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I, that's what I, that's what blew me away last yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's, 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 it's something that we've really, really just keyed into this year, which was just choosing happiness, choosing hashtag soft life. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean we don't want to do the work. doesn't mean we're not going to get busy and do the required work to mm -hmm. get us where we want to get to. But, we kind of like gravitated towards just choosing happiness, yeah. man. Um, yeah. yeah, just embracing it. And also um, in Mark Manson's episode, sorry, we're using that 
that pod these podcast episodes as a structure for the things we want to discuss today because it was also great for us to watch and listen to and something that really hit home with me that mark manson said and body actually listened to the episode before mm. and he came home and he said candice you have to listen to this episode because he said everything you've been struggling with this year mark manson has been able to give it language and Bode knows language is what's going to get me, like reading and writing. Mm. And Mark Manson said something that I think has changed me forever. He was like, he realized that there was a difference between happiness and highs. Mm. And when I look back, especially on 2021, I, my ego has had to acknowledge that I have become so used to chasing highs mm -hmm. that and so, so, so dead set on those highs that I was ignoring consistent happiness. happiness. Yeah, and, and it was so beautiful to, to hear him say that. And the moment I heard that, I was driving, and the moment I heard that, I parked up and I just rang. I was like, yo, listen, you've got to listen to this, that this is exactly what you've been trying to explain or try to figure mm. out for a while now. And here it is, like, in plain words. And for me... You know, a lot of things that Mark Manson said, because I've been a student of Mark Manson, I've, I've read his books. I'm currently in the process of uh, trying to read uh, Will Smith's one, the one that he wrote as well. But it was more Gaudat's one, man. Mm. And he described me to a T. Mm. I can be a control freak. <laughs> right? I can be a control freak. And to be honest with you, and he nailed it again, you know, I worked really hard in the professional world and I rose through the ranks. And I think it's almost impossible. I'm not saying it's impossible. They're probably almost impossible. As a man mm. and as a black man that's come from Africa mm. trying to prove a point to not just himself, but to the world. To the world. I had to be that. I mm. had to be a control freak. Mm. I had to be that annoying guy, that annoying <laughs> boss. I had to be that guy that had to know all the facts. I had to be that guy. You that couldn't get caught slipping, you know. I couldn't get caught slipping. I had to be that guy that needed to know what tomorrow was going, what was going to happen tomorrow, and how to approach that. Mm. And guy that said something. He was like, "There's n the concept of time." In itself, it's fake. It's fake. No one actually understands. No one understands. No one understands time. the concept of time because, in the grand scheme of things, you're always living in today. Yes. Right? yes because yes, yes. yesterday was today mm. when you were yesterday, mm. and tomorrow will be today when you hit tomorrow. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, hold on. Why? You feel me? Like, I feel you. Why do I? Why? Why have I stressed myself so much? And again, like I said, this year, I've had to fight some demons. I've, I've had to go into that box. What this year has made me realize is what I had done for a very long time. Gosh, I need to let you talk as well, isn't it? <laughs> Woo! What what this year and this is this is why one of the reasons why I'm a massive champion of of, of therapy, very good therapy. Yeah, I wanna I'll, I'll I'll jump in here and say since we last recorded an episode, 
Bode has changed therapists and the change of therapists, I think, has changed it's Bode's changed life me. for the better. It changed me for, for the better. You know, Bode thought he was done with therapy. I just laughed, bro. <laughs> I had to giggle. But the therapist then told me I was done And that's with how therapy. I knew she was booky. I like, was wow. like, it's been nine weeks. And I was like, okay, <laughs> okay. You see this new one, yeah? I've had UTIs longer than, than that therapy. You see, like. you see this new one, yeah? Sometimes when I'm in therapy, I don't even want to talk. Bruh. Because I could be saying, yeah, one day I was walking down the road and I saw a rock and I chucked it. I should be, mm, hold on, scratch, scratch, rewind. Why did you feel the need to chuck that rock? And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> right? She's made me realize something. She's made me realize how. You see, when I thought I was in absolute control, when I thought I had everything figured out. Which we never do. Which we never do. And you're never and in you're control. you're never in control. I thought I was in control. See, that idea of control to me was very, very enticing. It was very... It was your drug. It was my drug. Being in control. And it still is. It still is and in it still some ways is. your drug. In some ways my drug. And I'm not perfect. Hmm. And I'm really fighting hard to, to work through it. But she made me understand something. And she's a black woman, by the way. And that was done on purpose. A black older woman and that again that was done on purpose but she made me realize something she made me realize how i had split myself mm. over the years from when i was young to now mm. how i'd split myself see i've come into a society where i'm expected to be a certain way again talking about points to prove mm. and i had and growing up i had created a version of myself that i wanted to project to the world we all do but right. you you've got a whole set of different circumstances uh, exactly so yeah. yeah so i created a version of myself that i wanted to project to the world thereby locking away that version of myself that i was trying to hide mm. when deep down inside i was scared mm. but i'd created a version of myself who was that was this overtly confident guy that could walk into any room and just do anything and say anything and not not say anything of course mm. everything you say you know everything has consequence but just being that guy mm. and therapy just helped she, she really went there and mm. opened up pandora's box and my journey now is essentially to marry the two versions because she goes none of the versions are actually bad bad what we need to try to do is connect both versions have balance. and have balance mm. exactly because there was no balance whatsoever because yeah. yeah. anytime i felt like that control was slipping away from me oh i God. lost my shit jesus i'm not even gonna go into how that affected our yeah. relationship yeah. so I, I lost my shit and this pandemonium <laughs> pandemic <laughs> pandora's box this, this pandanamera <laughs> this panamera Pandanamera. was my worst nightmare wow. it was my worst nightmare because you see that idea of control mm -hmm. was now taken away from me mm. and even at that point where the idea of control was taken away from me i still tried to be in control of everything i still try to be in control of you see i was i was i am and i probably still am that person that you come to for information about the pandemonium. Like, yeah. I'm that guy that would tell Yo, you... What's your name, Dr. Fauci? Fauci. Fauci. <laughs> I'm that guy that would tell you what the government's going to do before they do it. <laughs> right? I'm that guy. But the fact of the matter is, we're still going to lock down. Fam. What are you going to do? <laughs> and, okay. Mo Gaudat said something yesterday that just... 
it's still so trippy to me. He said, if you dedicate yourself to speaking about or picking apart a topic for more than two months, but you still cannot influence the education or the end decision of said topic, he basically said you need to mind your fucking business. You say you are idiot. Because it's not your... <laughs> That's what he said. That's what he he was said. like, it's not your job and you're wasting time. Yep. And he was like, you need to constantly stay in alignment with your the purpose you've been sent here for. Yes. And so to see Bode like get his head around all these facts and figures and be, like Bode would phone our friends and our family before like news bulletins could even touch the phone. Like he called my best friend and was like, I, you know, I, I, I just took the liberty of looking up your postcode and you're going to be in level three. And it was just like, <laughs> and I was just like, savior much. Like it, <laughs> there was a kick you were getting out of, of, of seemingly being a saviour or of, of, of protecting people or being the one in control. And 2021 specifically, because I feel like 2020 was our warm-up year. Yes. And us as a community and a nation and humanity mm. really getting used to the understanding that mm. every idea and, and the false knowledge we had about reality mm-hmm. was in fact not and yeah. pretend yeah. that was like our warm-up yeah and i feel like 2021 was like the first game 2021 was like the first game bruv. like so bruh. and you see that idea of and you touched on something there which i feel we shouldn't skip the idea of the savior mm. again that was something that i really and i talked about it recently on one of the posts on my Instagram page mm. where I was like, you know, save your, the savior syndrome or something like save that. Save your complex. Save your complex. And I said, I'll touch on that later. You know, I think, uh, no, I think I know, and this is from through therapy. I've been able to understand that my need and want, and can I say gravitation towards saving everything mm. is a trauma response. Yep. Mm. How wild is that? <laughs> Let me now break it down even further. Now, walk, walk with me. What kind of shoes am I walking in? Aminas, I, trainers? I, 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 wear comfortable shoes. It's about <laughs> to be a bumpy ride. It's, a, it's about to be a bumpy ride. So, when you go through trauma, yeah, when you go through trauma, and I, I would use, let me use abuse as an example. And we're blanket statements, so you're talking emotional, physical, Emo- emotional, physical, uh, yeah. whatever, right? Abuse, or you have experienced abuse, which then leads to some kind of trauma, which is almost all, which of is us. almost all of us, right? Yeah. Um, it can end up in a few ways. Mm. One way is you can end up becoming an abuser. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because you've experienced that. Yeah. You start to think that the, the only way becomes the bully. Yeah, the only way you can be safe is mm. by becoming an abuser. So mm-hmm. you become an abuser. That's mm-hmm. one way. Another way that uh, uh, another possible outcome of that is you then become a victim. Mm. So because you've seen someone be a victim, mm. you then kind of like make yourself a victim mm-hmm. in your what did mo say you make that your storyline yes. you make that you make your that personality your you make that your personality mm-hmm. so so you just you purposefully seek out an an environment where you are a victim yeah where you yeah, can yeah, yeah, yeah. show that you're a victim yeah, be I get a victim that. Mm-hmm. now the third one is being a savior mm. which in itself is self-abuse it's not just self-abuse. It's also abuse. Ah, hold up a minute. I know where you're going. Let me break this down. 
Because in, in, in the context of this conversation, then I'm the abused. Oi. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. In terms of you want to be a savior so much, so much yes. sometimes I can't breathe. Like, you feel me? Because the idea of being a savior in itself is also a form of control. It's control. It's control. Ooh, child. Child. Let me see my drink. Are you still sitting down? <laughs> Are you Let still me see with my me? Drink. So that's the kind of journey mm. I've been on this year, you know, just really getting to understand myself at my big, big age, right? It's a small age, really. It's a small age, but you feel, but just getting to understand myself. Plus, I'm also doing a few things that are also taking me on a journey as well. And it's just a wild journey, mm. right? There are a few people that have been really close to me this year and... I have conversations with a lot and they fully understand where I'm coming from here. Mm. It's been a tough all ride and not just for me. I think it's been a tough all ride for everybody, which is how I'm going to segue into the next bit I'm about to talk about. So yesterday I was watching a documentary on BBC and I do that a lot. Um, Esme has got that from me in terms of just watching random stuff. Which is why Esme and I... Yeah, I'm strictly a mm. crime investigator documentary gal. Yes. Like slasher killer homicide mm. documentaries. Mm. You, Esme is watching documentaries about aerospace yes. and space science. About and quantum physics and then black uh, hole. And it's amazing because that gets my juices flowing. Because <laughs> her and I are now really they talking about... They have such adult banter. Yes, and we're talking about solar we're talking about the big bang that's something she's really getting into now and we're the really talking about theory. the big bang theory mm. and you know the particle you know the collider and all that kind of so we're really talking about all that stuff anyways um which is interesting but anyways i dive i, um, I digress i was watching a documentary yesterday and it was about the effects because we need to talk about this the effects of covid not the direct effects of covid but the indirect effects of covid on underprivileged mm. um so first thing i will talk about you know the underprivileged part of society mm. and this was focused on a certain area in the country and i'm not going to say the area yeah. but it was focused on a certain area in the country and i stopped dead in my tracks and i was just watching it and i was watching how people have been through hardships in this period mm. how people have suffered in this period mm. people that have there his therapy session doesn't start they're on holiday they're but on holiday. there you go well, there you go reminder telling me that i've got therapy but okay. i know <laughs> but um you know um where was i, I lost my train of thought now um, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 so you know how it's really impacted people this people not just people dying from the disease itself or people committing suicide mm. because of people dying from the effects for the, the effects of effects. it pretty much that you know because of financial troubles people losing jobs people just being locked away at home and then having to deal with the one thing that they've been running away from all this time which is themselves Oof. right which is a difficult thing and people are so anxious and all that kind of stuff and i just stopped and i was like i am thankful mm. it made me really put things into perspective i do gratitude friday every friday right mm. almost every friday as much as i can and it's amazing to see so many things that people are grateful for mm. it's just really wonderful and it gets my juices flowing but you see 
I don't think I've ever felt gratitude the way I felt gratitude yesterday mm. watching that. And it shouldn't be because I'm seeing people suffering. But it just made me put things in perspective because I think to myself, why am I so special? Mm. Why? Why am I so special? Why am I in this position where I'm not suffering like that? Mm. Why? Why them? Why not me? Mm. And it just made me be full of thanks mm. that in this period, I've been okay. Mm. I've had food, I've had shelter. Mm. My kids are happy. Mm. I'm great. I've been able to work out. Mm. I've been able to, you know, we, we, Candice and I have been able to, you know, build a business. We, mm. You know, our careers are fl- flourishing. Mm. We got married. We got married. Time. You know, we, we, we went on, we, 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 well, we went on a working slash holiday, in, you know, earlier in the year and then we were able to go on a honeymoon. We have to do so many things. You know, mm. I, I hope am I, I I hope everyone is following. Mm. So I, I think I just want to use this medium to say, yo, mm. we gotta stay thankful in it. Mm. Mm. We gotta stay thankful. Mm. You know, and it might it's, it's probably the hardest thing to do. Yeah. One of the hardest things to do to be thankful for for what we have. Oh no. I don't struggle with that. Yeah, well, well yeah. you're probably ahead, you, you know, that race or what. Yeah. And, and, and I think I've got a positive mindset when it comes oh, to Oh, I'm that. sorry. I'm sorry. Let me double back. I hope that didn't come off as, like, egotistical. That's just me saying, Bode, I think Bode will attest to this. Mm. I'm constantly in awe mm. of the abundance in my life. Mm. Even what's so interesting, even though I know that, my mindset and the work I've done behind my mindset is instrumental mm. in the welcoming of said abundance. I'm still always like, wow. You know, the other day, <laughs> this is so funny, guys, and there's always context, so don't run away with this story before we before I say the whole thing. The other day we were driving home with Esme and we were talking about food and we, we mentioned corned beef and Esme said, yo... <laughs> But only leprechauns eat corn. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I know, right? And I... Esme said. Esme at, with said her chest only was, leprechauns. She 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 was almost like she was looking at us like we were deranged. Like, do you, do you understand? It's like saying we we ate dog food. She was like, no, 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 bro. Like, I've seen the shows. And only leprechauns eat corned beef. And by the way, leprechauns are mythical. So even eating the corned beef is a lie in itself. Thing, isn't it? <laughs> And I, I remember just looking at you and yes. being somewhere between laughter and tears. Yeah. Because I'm like, and corned beef was the basis of so many of my meals. Yes. Which I'm not unthankful for. Right. But to be raising a child whose palate is like sea bass, mm. sushi, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. getting on a yacht in Greece and being like, what's the fish of the day? Mm. Like, that's that, that's how my eight-year-old <laughs> perceives life. I I'm constantly in gratitude. Well, you see, now here's the funny thing, though. And again, this is why perspectives are so different. And And perspectives are very, very important. Mm. And before I say what I'm about to say, talking about perspective, for example, I was watching something. Um, It's this guy, what's his name? This um, South African comedian that has a show in America. What's his Um, name? Noah. No, Trevor Noah. Yeah. And it was asked a question about... Um, Apartheid? Uh, no, no. It was asked a question about this comedian that did the Netflix original that was under a lot of fire. Um, Your favourite, Dave Chappelle? Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. He was asking about that and he was asked a question about, you know, what he feels about 
what Dave Chappelle said. Mm. And he said something, he goes, well, your question, I, I'm not sure I can answer your question because it depends on what side of the fence you're sitting. Mm. Right? Because in the grand scheme of things, he goes, we're divided on this. There's a 50% of society that agrees with what he says mm. and 50% of society that doesn't agree with what he says. Mm. Right? Doesn't make any of them wrong or right. Mm. It's just their perspectives, the way they're looking at it. So in the grand scheme of things, there is no line. Yeah. It's just depending on what side you're looking at it from, whether from the left or from the right. So for me to answer your question, I need to fully understand what side you're coming from. And I thought, ooh, what a very, mm. you know, funny way to, to explain mm. perspectives. So talking about perspectives, for example, corned beef, you will not touch that thing with a barge pole. No. See, <laughs> I love a corned beef because guess what? For me, corned beef was not, was not eaten out of struggle or anything. Mm. For me, mm. it, it, it may come beef wasn't we just ate that thing yeah. it wasn't out of struggle or anything yeah. so for me i don't see it in any way shape or form mm-hmm. it was just interesting just that i should mention that it's very interesting because perspectives again in this world this modern world that we live in now this where we have so much which, choice which is 2021 world where we have so much choice Brixton, you've got to go down Papa. and everything <laughs> is so polarized mm. you know i think perspectives are very very important so is context and so is nuance. I think it's a very important. What's so funny is those three things the internet doesn't have time for. And that's why right. the world is in the mess, it's that, in the mess it that it is. Oh, man, it's, it's wild. It's wild, isn't it? You know I love the internet, but also we have to be honest about the, the problems it's causing and the way in which um, open and honest dialogue without repercussion mm-hmm. just doesn't exist anymore. Totally understandable. We say, what, where do we pay? Where do we place fault, and then where do we place responsibility? See, that's a segue into oh, something else: no. fault versus responsibility. No. Right? Where do we place that? Where do we place fault, and where do we place responsibility? In terms of the internet, I'm not quite sure. I don't know if that's a conversation I'm willing to have. Yeah. Not because, just because it it's going to take up so much time and so much brain space. Right. And I think all I can do is take responsibility mm-hmm. for how. Um, what others share impacts me, mm-hmm. how I receive that, right. and take responsibility for what I share myself. Right, absolutely. That, like, that's just where I am. There we go, there we go. So, because that's something I'm always saying, it's something I'm always talking about a lot. Again, I didn't have the words for it until I heard my good friend, yes, my good friend, Will Smith, <laughs> say it. Your best friend. Fault versus responsibility, and we, you know, kindly, kindly, got tickets mm. you know f- uh, for me to actually see him in person and i'm still gonna meet that guy in person we're gonna day. have dinner and give let's him a just hug. put it on record now what's the date today yeah. the 22nd of december 2021 and, and, and give him a hug and smell his aftershave and eat dinner and just and be at the table him, right <laughs> and just listen to him laugh you know that is laugh <laughs> that's distinct laugh you know i just watch him explain things the way he's so animated, animated. when he mm-hmm. yeah you know i just want that Will Smith, wherever you are, if you know Will Smith or somebody knows Will Smith, <laughs> I ain't too proud to beg. Right? Yeah, some red table talks. Right. That'd be interesting. Um, anyways, um, just hearing him say that thought versus responsibility and then hearing Mark Mountain also talking about thought versus responsibility, I'm like, that's what I've been trying to say for a very long time. So here's something. Right. And now, it's it, we're halfway through the podcast, so this is a good time for This us. is not halfway through. We're three-quarter way through. We are trying to keep the podcast Bro, this episode's going to be an hour. Minutes. I don't no, know about you. Yes, it no, is. Give the people what they want. It's Christmas, God damn it. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> now, this is where, and it's usually about this time in our episodes where we start to... So it um, gets spicy. 
Yeah. I got a brand to protect now. Oh! <laughs> I've got a brand to protect now. Remember, old school listeners, remember Bode was always like, I don't have a brand to protect, so I'm going to say what I want to say. <laughs> now, now, anyway. Um, oh, child, I'm about to start a fire. You know what? And he's ro- Guys, he's rubbing my knee under the table. <laughs> Remember, mm. silence cannot be misquoted. You're right. And that's why I'm trying. But I, I desperately want to get this point across. Right, what's the point? So many people don't want to take responsibility for how they feel. And you've just lost... What did they say? We've lost 8% of lost, our listeners. You've just lost 8% <laughs> of the listeners. Just like that. You've just lost 8% so, of the listeners. So many people people blanket i'm not assigning that to race class creed anything so many people don't want to take responsibility for how they feel and a bit like mo and mark were explaining yesterday they make victimhood their entire personality you know and it's really hard because like you were saying is it the easiest thing to be like thankful and be in gratitude every day? No, because things things are always going from our human perspective. Things are always going wrong. Mm-hmm. There's always something that can happen that can trigger you and or piss you off. Right. And to be able to relocate yourself back to a place of, and yet yeah. I have this roof. And yet I'm warm. Yes. And yet I know where my next meal is coming right. from. Right. Um, not only is that difficult, it's also something that, us the most privileged on the earth um are not encouraged to do often because we're now being raised in a time and by raised i mean that in a humanity sense not like being from child to adult we're being raised in a time where it's like needs ain't being met leave that job um relationships going through a rough patch just everything is it's seemingly sold as so like get rid pick up a new one do and it's just like ah. When are we going to take responsibility for how we are feeling about a situation? And this isn't to take away from the fact that that situation, as society could see it, is bad or a really bad thing has happened. I'll use, so I'll use my own example just to like set the scene. Like My dad's been dead 11 years now and I feel like it's now my responsibility... Mm-hmm. To keep reminding myself that A, he's never coming back. Right. And B, um, he wouldn't want to see me in a state of despair about that all the time. Right. That's my responsibility. Absolutely. Absolutely spot on. It wasn't my fault he died. Yeah. That's it a... wasn't his fault he died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but now now that that thi- now that that unchangeable thing has happened, right. the, the next level of this is my responsibility. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's happened. But do you know how many people don't want to hear that? Yeah. I... And you've just lost another 8% of the phone. <laughs> and you've just lost 8%, right? So we're, we're down 16. We're not, da- we're not down 16. We're down 16% now. But, it, but it's a fact. It's, it's a situation that you can't change. So yes. a situation has happened. Something's happened. That you can't that change. That you can't change. That person, so say you're in a relationship, right? And your other half, or your better half, has said something to piss you off. Mm. The person has said that already. That cannot be changed. Yeah. Right? Do you then work yourself up to a point whereby you start to think that that person doesn't love you anymore? Or, or, or that what they said means something they, or what they said, did not. Right. Yeah. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Right. Or 
Do you just speak with your chest today? Because and say, listen, what you did pissed me off. And this is, okay, so to bring this like back to many of the episodes we've ever done before, and we always use social media as like our framework because that's how so many of our listeners come to know us or the work we do anyway. So using social media as an example, mm-hmm. when someone posts something, it's my responsibility to deal with how I take that post. Straight. We've lost another eight. (laughs) But it's my response. And I'll tell you why, because I don't think we were recording when this happened, but I'll use this as an example. Um, And I've had multiple conversations, really well-engaged conversations about this since. Um, I've got a love for watching um, black women, African-American and black British in, in the luxury content space. And I came across a video of a creator I follow and she was unboxing what felt, what, what felt like to me. So this is important because mm-hmm. it, this is impossible on her end, but to me, it felt like her 19th millionth Chanel bag. Mm-hmm. That's how it felt to me. Mm-hmm. And I found myself watching this video feeling like I still like this woman connecting with this woman, but watching her unbox it and just being like, girl, ain't you doing too much? Mm-hmm. Girl, where that money come from? Mm-hmm. And what I did is I went back on social media and I was honest about those feelings, right. which then just blew the hinges open, right. both from the African-American content right. creator side and the black British right. side, right. for us to have a conversation about how we receive things. Right. How you receive things on social media is your responsibility. So, just to just to add, you going back on social media to talk about it wasn't you blasting the person. You were oh, no, no, actually no, no, no. being honest about. No, 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 no. I, 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 I wanted to call. I, my higher self wanted to call me out. Mm. My higher self wanted to use that 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 moment of weakness and vulnerability to open a conversation. And, and that's why people look. You can find those videos today. I then went on to have very public recorded conversations with international content creators about this because what what me doing that did is then made other people go rah that's how i feel you know but this is what society this is how society makes you feel isn't it exactly this is how society makes you feel isn't it that somehow that person's enjoyment takes away from you takes away from you and and what's so funny is what you feel to be their enjoyment what you perceive. Ah, so, so we're getting somewhere now. We're getting somewhere now. Society <laughs> makes you feel that that person's enjoyment is somehow tied to... To your disenfranchisement. And not allowing you to take responsibility for the way you feel about... There you go. Boom, we've just lost another 8% of the followers. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. But no, honestly, the podcast has grown up. I feel like we've grown up. I feel like this is what is one of the deepest conversations we've ever had. Right. So... Over the course of 2021, to bring it back to what, you know, the question you opened with, what have you learned? There's been a lot of that as well. There's been a lot of higher self Candice mm-hmm. looking at this very complicated human mistake ridden Candice and mm-hmm. being like, question that. Mm-hmm. Question that. Don't just shove that feeling down. Mm-hmm. A bit like jealousy. So what? another thing, I, I, and you know this, babe. Yes. Another thing I've really worked on this year mm-hmm. is unwrapping my jealousy. Right. Being honest about a moment. And I can comfortably turn to you in bed now Mm -hmm. and be like, babe, don't talk about that. I'm feeling jealous. Yeah, absolutely. I'm very open with that now. But what exploring jealousy made me do, and I read a great quote from someone about it. They said, don't write off jealousy because jealousy is an indicator of what you want to be doing or what you wish you had. Right. 
And when I read that, I was like, da -da -da -ding! Da -da -da. exactly. And because guess what? <clears throat> Hearing it that way then doesn't make me hate the person. The person. The person. I don't. The and, person and that's is, the thing. The jealousy. Jealousy alone will make you hate the person. So it's like a misdirected emotion, right. isn't it? So it's right. not the person, isn't it? How can you be jealous of someone you never met? How can you be jealous of someone you've never broken bread with? How can you be jealous of someone that you really don't know how they're moving day to day? It's actually impossible. Yes. What you are jealous of. Is, is the thing that they're doing or the thing that they have been able to acquire or how well, they're seemingly moving. You're not jealous of them. And because of that difficulty of having that conversation with yourself, mm. you then flip it somehow and channel it towards the person. The person. Because you don't want to have that conversation with yourself. We've just lost another 8%. Right, we might be down to 1% by the time the credits roll. Right. But, but, but that will be the 1% that we want to connect with. Right. Um... You know, you don't want to have those difficult conversations with yourself. Right. Because they're so layered. Yeah, they they're so layered. They are. They are. Because then when you really sit down and you deconstruct jealousy and then you understand, oh, it's pointing me towards what I wish I had, what you then have to confront is yes. why you believe you're unable to get it. And Boom. Jesus Christ. I just, that's a whole nother... Hey, that's God! A whole now you're really talking now, about now childhood trauma, Ren. There you go, there you go, there you go. <laughs> but I think we're going to wrap this one here. Yes, body. I, I think we're gonna wrap this one here because I think it's is a good start, guys. Um, I think this is a good start, um, and it's a nice flavor. It gives you guys a flavor for. Do you know what though? The editor in me, like, just give us three more minutes. The editor in me is like, oh my god. So what? I think the way we could like put a nice bow on it mm -hmm. is be like, this is our first episode back. Merry Christmas! Thank you for listening to us. But we, we really wanted this episode to make you think about what you've learned this year mm -hmm. and also remind you that it's not too late in the calendar year mm -hmm. to confront the things you've been shoving under the carpet. Yeah. Because they do not make you less of a valuable human being. No. These feelings don't mean that you're a horrible person. No. It's just that society never, ever, ever gives us the fucking time yes. to evaluate ourselves in that manner. Absolutely. It's like, oh, you're jealous? You're a bitch. Yeah. Oh, you, you don't you like that? You're a horrible there person. You like, you, you're never given the grace. Yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. grace of understanding, the grace of time, the grace of nuance. Yes. And I think we want to use this episode to encourage you to take that time for yourself. Yes. Take that time to not judge yourself so harshly. Absolutely. And really understand where those thoughts those and are feelings going. are. Yeah. Yeah, coming yeah, yeah. from and, and and that's it i think that's it and again like andy said it's just giving you guys flavor for where we're taking it to where we're at mm. you know, where, where we're trying we're in to a get very to. new space <laughs> it's a new space and we want to take you guys with us you know it's a spiritual journey yeah, guys. It's a, a spiritual journey. This is giving very super soul Sunday. I can't uh, lie. It's a spiritual, <laughs> yeah, you know, a spiritual journey. Um, yeah, uh, our, our podcasts before, and there was nothing bad about this, were very, um, um, uh, I, I'm using this term out of laziness, but very clickbaity. They were yeah. very um, societal conversations. You yes. know, what's going on in the press? Mm. We would use a celebrity story as an example. Mm. And whilst I'm not saying we've completely rid of that, that that's just not the meat to the bone anymore, anymore. No. because irrespective of a celebrity or a clickbait story or TMZ, um, this year has really compelled us to deal with the problems of humanity yeah. as a whole. Yeah, man. So, um, 
So yeah, man. That's where we be. So we're doing that work. You know? We're doing that work. <laughs> we're doing that work and yeah, we, do- we will share as much as we're comfortable with. Yeah. Because that's another thing I want to remind you guys. Um not sharing things online and with people you don't want to doesn't make you um, um, unauthentic. No, it doesn't. It just means you want to have a private life and Abs- that's fine too. Yeah. And we've learned that the hard way. There Absolutely. are some things that we just don't want to discuss Absolutely. publicly, but yeah. there are some good lessons that we do feel comfortable discussing. And yeah. we think that this season, I think this is season four, man. I need to I, check. I, I don't even know. I don't even know. Let's call, I'll call it season four for now. But yeah, there um, we go. Right, you're really rushing me. No, 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 no. Me. I'm not. I'm like, yeah, but there, yeah, there we go. Yeah, like, yeah, there we um, go. I think this is season four. This again, this episode just lets you know what it's gonna be. We're back, baby. I can't We're pretend. Back. We're what? back. Come on, <laughs> don't you wanna be more than friends? Take your time and. D- oh my word! You better sing. Don't let go. Sing. Yeah, you're an idiot. You want to bam bam? <laughs> and that's that as ever thank you guys so much for listening remember new episodes drop every monday and please don't forget to share and subscribe you can find me on instagram as candy's brathwaite and me as i am underscore papa b see See you next week. week